Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here. Lots to get to. We're going to talk to Brian Baldinger at about 1130. And we're going to have our stock draft of the offense. We're going to talk about the players who we are most confident are either going to rise or fall over the second half of the season. But before we do that, we got to just uh, shoot the uh, shoot the yes, as they say. Zach, how are you? Doing great. Excited for the show. Uh, Eagles made some moves yesterday. Well, not like huge moves. A few, Every uh, move is a huge move. How dare you? Well, you know what? Ross, Ross Pierschbacher is watching the show right now, trying to catch up on what's been going on with the Eagles, and you're telling him that he's nothing. Well, if Ross is watching the show right now, I would say, Ross, welcome back to Philly, because we all remember he was with the team yes, we do. a year ago. Uh, he is tough, tough name to pronounce, Pierschbacher. You got because you got to get that shh in there. The shh in there. Yeah. Yes. Ross, no. S, no H sound, but then you gotta you gotta pivot from the straight S to the sh Ross Pierschbacher. I hope I'm not conflating him with somebody else here. I believe that's Merrill's warm-up before every <laughs> Ross Pierschbacher, Ross Pierschbacher, Ross Pierschbacher. But I believe he has a donut shop in Iowa that he frequents. Uh I was once I was once you um, were like, once trailing him. You were on a stakeout <laughs> you know, for Ross Pierschbacher. Uh, yeah, and, you, was, and you went on a, a half cross country trip and he you and you followed him to an Iowa donut shop. No, I was looking for a topic of conversation, a way to connect, as Nick Sirianni says, connect, right? And I thought a, a donut shop in Iowa that there was something that I read about it with him, and I thought that'd be a good uh, way to. Now this is not like a family business, like Joe Ostman's family bakery in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. That's right. I got to figure out. It might. There, I believe there's there also be a Rick Lovato family bakery. Well, or family that, pizzeria. So, no, something in New Jersey, like a deli, a, a sandwich okay. shop. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, his family since sold it, I believe. Well, uh, all that long snapper money. I mean, the but, guy's a pro uh, bowler. Uh, I always enjoy catching up with uh, Rick Lovato. Um, but Ross Piercebacher brought in because last week when uh, I was not here, the Eagles. 
uh, lost Julian Good Jones to Washington's practice squad. So Julian Good Jones was giving to Washington's Eagles, active roster. Yes, I'm sorry, right, yes. Washington's active roster. Julian Good Jones was giving the Eagles depth at center on the practice squad. And so Pierce Bacher now gives them that. Pierce Bacher. They also lost another offensive lineman. It's, didn't Brett Toth, he was signed to an active roster, I believe, as well. Wasn't he? I, I go to Scottsdale for a weekend and I miss a Brett Toth signing. <laughs> if that happened, that's the last time yeah, Emily ha- and I are ever going away. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I, I know they lost Tyree Phillips. Um, is that who you're thinking of? I do not no. see... Uh, I thought they lost Toth. They lost Toth? Wow. Okay. Am I wrong? The, the suspense of this live show right now. They had um, a hole to fill on Panthers signed Brett Toth from Eagles practice squad three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, okay. So, that, yeah, that that was a... Uh, Quite a time ago. I can't yes. believe you didn't you didn't October have 26th. like a forty five minute phone call with Mike K about that. Shout out to Mike K. Um, the Eagles did lose Brett Toth a few weeks ago. To yeah, the they've got they got squad. some some backfilling to do. Yes. Um, so the good so, news is Emily, you're still allowed to travel <laughs> now because this didn't happen when you were on that uh, self driving car in Scottsdale. And they released Kindle Vildor. Mm, Kindle Vildor, uh, who <laughs> who. Uh, I enjoy reading from a Kindle. That was the joke we made yes, when they brought yes. him in. Yep. Do you want to talk about because you know you are a generally excited fellow? Uh, you, you bring in you bring enthusiasm. Absolutely. But as you said yourself, you don't know, or Emily doesn't know that she's ever seen you quite as excited as you were to be in that <laughs> self-driving car. I didn't know we were going in this direction. Guy loves technology. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like technology, and I like to know where. The, where every business is going. Uh, I'd right? like to know where every where, business where, is going. Where businesses are that going. That sounds exhausting. No, you like to be, uh, you always like to be thinking ahead. You don't want to be stuck in your ways, right? And so I was reading about um, Waymo, which is uh, it's like a ride-sharing system that's it's, it's in Phoenix. It's right. in Arizona. It's a dystopian nightmare. <laughs> and basically... Yeah, they it's a self-driving car. There's it's like machine driving. There's cameras all around, changing lanes, making turns. It was amazing. And I literally said, I literally said to Emily, this is the future. This is the future. Uh and I said to I I sent a video to my brothers. Yep. I said, this is the future. I think they thought it was a little terrifying. And you were like, I mean, Emily Emily agrees that she had not seen you this excited in a very long time. Oh, like, no. I mean, she she thought it was like a little much to be excited about this. <laughs> like, you know, you're going out on a date night to celebrate Well, and you said, and you, and said you were I going like, to Scottsdale we, and you said the one thing that we need to do, the one thing that I really want to do was ride in a Waymo. Yes, I yeah, did say that, yeah. uh, and I was trying to explain to her what it was. Yes, uh, so and she, in my opinion, properly decided after that first ride, that's enough for me. I'm a little bit skeeved out by this whole thing. I'm good on the Waymo situation. She wasn't skeeved out by it, <laughs> um, but she she much preferred like uh, an Uber or a Lyft in that situation, and. I'm saying Waymo is incredible here. Not just that you program the music to play. Okay. So <laughs> you, know, you know what else? Of, you know what you, know, you, know what else you can use that for? What? Just your headphones. Yes. <laughs> your phone. You, 
You're gonna be program in. the music to play. Like that is oh. not a big upsell for me. But so this is this is the other side of it. Okay. Uh, I mean, while we're oversharing on yeah. the show, I was all prepared for the stock report for the Baldy interview. I didn't prepare for this, but I also have a situation when I'm in an Uber or a Lyft where I, I'm making conversation with the driver. That I know to be true for a hundred percent certainty. And so it, when you're in the Waymo, I'm making conversation with her and not conversation with oh, the driver. Oh, that is good, right? actually. So I did say yeah. that. But we. That's got to, yeah, that's actually got to sort of needle you a little bit that you don't have a human. I would imagine no, I that you human, are the kind of person. Yeah, but, yeah but, but if you're riding a limo by yourself, what are you going to do with yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, in, in that case, I'll just be on my phone or something, but it wouldn't be the same. You're not learning about a driver. Or, uh, but in, in, in any event, this, this is actually a sentiment that you shared with me. And I think you shared it on the show. When making fun, when when making fun of me in the past, never we were uh, we were hiking Camelback, and uh, one of the comments that we made to me was, "These people here don't want to talk to you." (laughs) 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 Like if you pass by, (laughs) you pass by, I comment on the hat of a person, a T-shirt. You're going up, and someone's coming down. I say, "How is it up there?" and or I'm, or we're going down and someone's going up and I say, you know, good luck. You have X amount more miles to go. And, and she said, they don't want to talk to you. They're, they're here with their family, with their friends. Like they're not interested in a conversation with you right now. And you say that about yeah. me when, uh, when, when we're in another thing that goes up and down and people are just looking to stay to themselves an elevator. An elevator. Okay. Yes. I was thinking more at restaurants. You said that the, the uh, waiter or the, the servers doesn't yeah. want Not to. necessarily. I think there's a little bit more leeway there. Yeah. But yeah, I think the elevator one that we had, when, where was that? That was in that was in Arizona as well, actually, wasn't it? It was for the owner's meetings when we had that conversation. Oh, yes. The guy, you say like, oh, that's my dental insurance. <laughs> yes. That was a good one. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, look. It's like 6.45 in the morning. He's like costing this guy because... He works for the co- he worked for the same company that you that your dental insurance is. Was that costing? I have my dental there. <laughs> like I wasn't a costing guy. Like, I just simply, trying to wake I up. simply brought up to him. Yeah, and he was flattered. I think he was. <laughs> so if 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 I'm wearing a PHLY shirt or an All City shirt, okay, and you can get our merch by the way at, at All PHLY. You can go to the locker there. Great That's transition. Some great stuff. Um, if I'm wearing that uh, and I'm in an elevator. And someone says, oh, PHLY. And I say, yeah, what do you think? What can we do better? You know, how are the shows? How do you like Bo? Uh, you know, what articles are you looking for on allphly.com? Yeah, I, I would love if someone brought that up to me. But what you have just described is someone says that, and you then open up the conversation, and you are the one asking questions ab- about your own company. What that dynamic was, was the guy's wearing a shirt, like coming back from the gym or whatever it was, and you just launch straight into, oh my God, that's where I got my dental insurance. Do you like it? Is it a good company to work for? Like, okay, this, where'd you right. meet your wife? This was not a part of what my show. What did you learn from your father? This was not a part of my show prep, number one. But, you know, I, I will definitely think, he wasn't on his way to the gym. I think he was on his way to work too, okay? And he, he, we talked about the insurance. We, we, we talked about, it's his, it's his company. He would want to get feedback. He would want to have a conversation, I thought, right? Now, I think I need to, I, I think I do need to break the fourth wall a little bit here. Our producer, Julia, grew up with Zach. Is this how Zach has always been, Julia, would you say? 
Yes. She's laughing and she says 100% yes. Uh, so it's good. You are who you are. Air on the side. So, so I just want to clarify here. What what you are ripping on me? For I'm not ripping. Is being, this is not ripping? Is like being friendly to this people. This is not ripping. Is this is this is engaging. Just, is, this is a character study. Is like showing it. So, so I think that showing interest in the other person. Okay, as opposed to, are you ever around someone and they only talk about themselves? Yes. Right. Yeah. So but, what, what I'm doing is I'm showing interest in the person in the elevator, in the waiter or waitress, in the in, in we the, have had this conversation the before. Uber driver, Lyft the driver. only thing that I'm saying is that not everybody is wired the way that you are, where they want to have a conversation with a stranger. Some yeah. people just want to be left alone for a few minutes. I had an Uber driver the other day who has been he's worked I think six and a half years on is he's starting this this uh, home building company with a specific type of uh of material and and we got into the whole thing and he gave me his card at the end uh and emily was a little like okay like how deep are you getting in this uh because i i had a lot of follow-up questions but you know what all right and, and we'll transition to the actual eagle stuff with with this i would like to think and i'm gonna pat myself on the back here i would like to think this is what uh has I think this is what makes me a, a good reporter, a decent reporter. Like if you're naturally curious, yes. if if you hear something that Ross Piercebacher and the donut shop uh, or something of that nature uh, and you just strike up a conversation. Some of the best stories I have, I, I wrote last year about Josh Sweat and the computers. Was, we, I, I saw a little nugget. We were talking about it. That turns into something bigger. That turns into something bigger. So I, I think being naturally curious is a, uh, is a good thing for my profession, and I'm not gonna. A hundred percent agree with that. Okay. It's, nobody wants you to be any different, Zach. We just <laughs> like getting to know you even better. We are naturally curious about what goes on in your mind. Well, the Feldhof Eagles goes on in my mind, so I'm <clears throat> eager to talk about them. Okay. Well, before we do that, let's talk about Hero Bread because Hero Bread is your healthy, low-carb solution for munching on some some bread. The taste and texture can't beat it. Uh, it's soft and fluffy. Delicious, scrumptious. Primary nutritional interest is high fiber and or low, ultra low net carbs, zero grams of sugar per slice. And if you want to check it out, the discount code for your first purchase is PHLY for 10% off at hero.co. There's also some secondary nutritional value here. You get fewer calories than the leading national brands, five to 10 grams of protein per serving. So right now, Hero Bread, once again, offering the PHLY fam 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use our code PHLY to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. All right, Zach, let's get into this, uh, this draft that we have. Now, set this up. Pretty basic. Mm-hmm. We're just drafting the people who we are most confident are going to go one way or the other based on the first half of their season. So if you think that AJ Brown cannot possibly sustain this historic pace, you're going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to buy AJ Brown selling, not buy. You're going to, you're going to draft selling AJ Brown stock uh, heading into the second half of the season. If you think that Tanner McKee is about to take over as the starting quarterback, you're going to draft Tanner McKee. That might be what I do with my first pick. Mm. We're going to do offense today, defense tomorrow. I will leave it up to you. Would you rather have the first pick on the offensive side of the ball or on the defensive side of the ball? First pick on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. I think you're going to you're going to scoot me here, aren't you? I suppose I am. 
Uh, now, I didn't know this until I saw the photo, okay? Uh, the thumbnail for this for today's show, and when people watch it back on YouTube, they'll see it. Devontae Smith. Buy your Devontae Smith stock now. Devontae Smith uh, has been solid this year, but I think he's going to be even better. There's a few things. First off, in the month of December in his career, it's been the best month that he's had. He's had two Decembers. He averages 77.1 yards per game in December, the highest of any month that he plays. Now, there's wow, nothing that. specific about December, It's but I think later in the year, he, he, he's been playing better. He's not someone whose production fades. He's someone whose production ascends. Uh, so I'll jump, uh, I'll, I'll start with that for two years so far. It's a, it's a two year sample size, but yeah, it's a two year sample size. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's literally the only right, thing know, we have to like... go off of here. Um, so in it, okay. I'll qualify this for Bo and all the minions out there in the two years that Devonte Smith is I'm just saying you can't definitively ascended. say he is a player whose production ascends. That's I mean, so he, far that has been the case. If you look at his career at Alabama, his production Kept okay. going up as the season progressed, too. Uh, so, Devontae Smith. And then I'm expecting A.J. Brown to uh, get a lot of attention. He, he already is getting attention, but I think teams will continue to look at ways to try to limit A.J. Brown uh, without Dallas Goddard on the field for presumably the next four to five games. I would imagine that there's an uptick in... Targets to wide receivers, Devontae Smith being one of them. And I'm expecting, so Devontae Smith is on pace now, I believe, for like 70, 75 catches, a little over 1,000 yards. I think he's going to push into 80 catches. I think he's going to push into over 1,100 yards. I'm expecting uh, a big second half from Devontae Smith. Yeah, one of the interesting things that that uh, I found on the that piece on the offense that which you can read on all phly.com and if you are a diehard uh like his Devonte smith's like per target per route numbers are basically the exact same as they were last year the difference in the drop of production is just that he is not getting targeted as much it was like 26 percent last year 21 percent this year i do believe that dallas goddard being out the biggest beneficiary of that target wise is going to be Devonte smith i think they're going to funnel more targets his way that would have been my first pick as well and we should also note they're going to want to keep Devontae happy. Uh, Devontae is eligible for a contract extension after the season. Devont- there, I don't think there's going to be any Devontae discount. We'll have ample opportunities to discuss this during the offseason. But Devontae is going to command major money. The Eagles are going, to, are going to pay that money or are going to be willing to. And I think the only question is going to be if Devontae is going to want to go into free agency or if he's going to want to sign ahead of time. I like the uh, sort of the interplay between those two guys on the A.J. Brown yeah. mic'd up, which you also saw the week before on the Devontae Smith mic'd up. Um, you know, we try to sort of armchair psychologize what's going on uh, in terms of how badly they want the ball. And, you know, A.J. Brown patting on the sidelines early in the season, Devontae Smith wanting the ball. I think it's okay to say that, like, you know, they, they can have a healthy competition with each other and still be very good teammates to each sure. other and still get along. I heard an interview with AJ last week. I apologize. I'm not crediting it to whom. Uh, I'll circle back tomorrow with the proper credit. But AJ was basically saying, like, him and Devontae have grown really close this year. Uh, and you got to remember, like, AJ and Devontae, they, they were, knew each other, but they weren't, like, as close as, like, Jalen and AJ were. And I think that now being now working with each other for – 
a year. Naturally, the more time you spend with someone, the closer you 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 get with them. Uh, AJ referenced how Devonte is kind of playing for like a, a greater purpose now that he's a father, uh, and, and that's something that AJ has uh, discussed in the past. So, uh, yeah, I think they 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 are really bonding right now. All right, I'm going to take some low hanging fruit uh, with my pick here. You low hanging fruit? No. Is that like a me thing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Jack Stoll up. Okay, that I'm was gonna, not on my list. I'm going to so buy some Jack Stoll stock. Uh, the guy has two catches for 10 yards okay. over the first half of the season with Dallas Goddard out. I think we're going to see a little bit more Jack Stoll. As long as he gets three catches, I'll take a victory here. Um, last year, when Dallas Goddard went down, the Eagles did not change too much they tilted a little bit more to 11 personnel away from 12 personnel but not a ton and I think what is interesting this year is like last year's offensive philosophy seemed so easy right they were the best running team in the NFL out of 11 personnel and they were the best passing team in the NFL out of 12 personnel they went heavy to throw to get the mismatches on defense and then they went light to run uh, this year it has not been that easy they are out of 12 personnel, 12th in passing in terms of EPA per dropback, and 8th out of rushing from 11. So still very good. But they've actually got been better doing what you would expect teams to do in those formations. They've been 2nd in EPA per rush out of 12 personnel and 5th passing out of 11 personnel. All of that is to say that I don't think that this is like we need to get Jack Stoll and Grant Calcaterra on the field or Albert O. I think they can just sort of roll with Let's let Jack Stoll be in on 11 personnel, handle his blocking assignments, get a target, you know, twice a game or something like that. And uh, I will take that, that production as, uh, as his stock rising for me. And, of course, yeah. everybody knows Jalen trusts Jack. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is like buying a penny stock, right? If, yeah, I, but I, we're not I, I drafting think... necessarily for whose like, production is going to rise or fall the most. In my estimation, it's who my most confident is going to rise or fall. But, yeah. Uh, Real quick here, the the Bills uh, have fired Ken Dorsey, okay, their offensive wow. coordinator. They have, um, according to Adam Schefter here, the new interim offensive coordinator is going to be Joe Brady. Uh, now, Joe Brady, who once interviewed for the Eagles job that went to Nick Sirianni, will be calling plays against the Eagles in two weeks. Uh, so just, just want to mention that on here. Ken Dorsey, who was uh, kind of like the – the hand-pick coordinator for uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a, had a lot of sway there, but that that Bills offense is struggling. The whole Bills team struggling. Yeah, right I mean, now, this so. is like this is Sean McDermott looking yeah. for a scapegoat here. Mm -hmm. um, things because, have, things have not gone his way because he doesn't really have a defensive coordinator. Right. <laughs> he kinda, I mean, he already like you know yeah. backdoor scapegoated Leslie Frazier, Leslie Frazier yeah. and now he's he's also got a what you know reporting says like a, a bigger hand in the offense, and that has not gone well. It's like he may be going down with the ship potentially if this this thing really craters. Something worth monitoring. All right, over that, to you. That game in two weeks is is going to be a big one. Uh, I promise you, I will not do all all buying here um, because I, I do think we need to sell some. I, I know I'm a buy and hold type. We've discussed that, but for the sake of the show, I'm yeah, this sell. is more. This is yeah. less about you know yeah. but stock advice. I am going to buy DeAndre Swift, and the reason I'm okay. going to buy DeAndre Swift is the running game struggled here in. The past four or five games. Well, Cam Jurgens has been out. 
Jalen Hurts has been banged up. So when Jurgens gets back and Hurts gives you the plus one in the running game, then I think that's certainly going to benefit Hurts. Uh, I'm sorry, Swift. The other thing there is the, only, is the Eagles only face one defense the rest of the way that's in the top 10 in run DVOA. And some of these defenses that they're playing, such as the Chiefs, for instance, this week, are more susceptible against the run than they are against the pass, at least when you look at DVOA. Uh, so I, I do think there's going to be opportunities to run the ball. Uh, now, the Giants can't really stop anything, but the Eagles can run the ball against the Giants. Um, and DeAndre Swift, he, I, I know there was like a, a little to do on the radio stations uh, about his workload a few weeks ago. I don't think that he's he's taken this like pronounced workload in the past few weeks. I think he's as long as he avoids injury, I don't think he's wearing down. So I'm expecting DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think generally buying the running game into the second half is a good idea for the reasons you said. The schedule sort of sets up that way. Um, I do think that the workload is like a thing that is going to be on their mind a little bit because they want him. I think they probably want to be able to lean on him in the second half of the season. I mean, in the, in down, down the stretch in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, right now he ranks seventh in the league in rushing. Uh, there's like a sort of a jumble from mm -hmm. like three to 10 and uh, two games over 100 yards. I think I think I would agree that I would expect like maybe 300 yard rushing games or something like that over the course of the second half of the season. I kind of want to like uh, piggyback off of that and just say Rashad Penny up and go with another uh, Penny stock here. Mm, I see what you did there. But you should. Why not? I mean, he's got like three carries on the season. I think he's going to have more than that down the stretch. And you but, think they've kind of kept him in bubble wrap? Uh, well, I don't know if that, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. Um, I'm going to hold on that for now. Um, I, you know what? This is, uh, this is not a lot of fun to say, but I'm going to say just a little bit of a drop for AJ Brown. Okay. And that was, that was, I had that too. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's crazy. The guy is playing and producing out of his mind right now. Uh, he's second in the league in receiving. Like, do I think he's going to finish with 1900 yards receiving? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe the Goddard absence means that you don't have to take too much pressure away from him. But I do think that we're going to sort of see defenses doing even more. Um, and with no Goddard, that means that they can probably afford to put more resources on AJ Brown. I just think like this is like, this is sort of a classic course of the season. You're reacting to what the defense is doing. They're reacting to what you're doing. Maybe at the end of the season, it'll be AJ Brown again, but I, I think we're going to see a little bit of a stretch where his production just, just dips a little bit. Yes, I, I have literally I'm on my notes here, can't sustain this pace. Yeah. Uh, or I should say won't. I think he can. but Right. I mean, he's like, uh, you know, the seventh betting favorite for MVP yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah. I just don't think that that's going to continue. I should apologize for my voice, by the way. I was listening to the show in the car with Emily last night, and uh, uh, she said, are you sick? And I said, I feel great. But uh, I, I think my voice is a little more hoarse than it usually is. So I apologize to our listeners. I hadn't noticed. I didn't notice. Yeah, I think you sound great. That's, I'll take a compliment from you whenever I can get it. Yeah. All right. So my last one before Baldy uh, is Jordan Mailata. I'm gonna sell. Uh, really? At, just because he's got a really tough schedule of some edge rushers coming up. Micah Parsons again, of course. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau twice. Uh, I really like Thibodeau. He's having a good season here. Uh, he's got Chase Young for a third time. Uh, Chase Young, who he'll tell you, Chase Young is tough to play against. I, I saw some of that uh, that Niners game the other day. 
that was a heck of a pickup by John Lynch and the Niners. I think that's that's one of those like really underrated moves that's going to pay dividends. So an underrated move, the guy like Chase Young, as if like no one was paying attention to the Niners trading for Chase Young. Well, Montez, the Bears gave more for Montez Sweat. Yeah, but that doesn't I would mean rather that nobody have, was paying attention. I would rather have Chase Young than Montez Sweat. Well, yeah, but they're not signing. I'm just Chase saying. Young. I feel like the Montez Sweat move got more attention than the Chase Young move. I don't feel like that. And but, number okay. one, and then number two, the Niners were also going after some other guys, and so it was like, this is the first one. Wait till you see what's next. Chase Young is a headliner. Chase Young is that's that's a huge move. I don't want to say that tilts odds but what it does is it makes that Niners pass rush even more formidable uh so yeah but so he's got Parsons Kayvon Thibodeau twice Chase Young uh the Bills are kind of like mixing guys around but uh an old you know someone who I was higher on in the draft than, than you were AJ Epineza uh he is you were not higher on him than me I drafted him in the shadow draft I was higher on him than than than, than, than you were he didn't like his measurables yeah, that's okay. I liked AJ Epinesa. I drafted okay. him. It's actually funny. I was looking at that. I happened to be looking at that last night because of the FNF because he had that sack. Okay. And that draft that I had was an unbelievable draft. If you don't say. No, I mean it but this but let me get and, to and it. He's referring to a shadow draft. But let course. me get to this because so this is the the 2020 shadow draft. In, in terms of like uh 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 like a, a a roster of draft picks, it like is it outperforms a draft class to an unbelievable degree, right? It's, okay. it's Justin Jefferson, AJ Epinesa, Gabe Davis, like late round picks like uh, Geno Stone, who's been helpful, yes. and Hakeem Adeniji, and, and a couple other guys. And yet, like pick for pick, it's better than the Eagles draft in almost every way. But one of them has Jalen Hurts. Yes, <laughs> and like you would trade Justin Jefferson and AJ Epinesa and Gabe Davis and whoever else. All day long for Jalen Hurts, and that's what matters the most. And you know, kudos to tip your cap. That's like that's that's all that mattered. Carson Wentz wouldn't, but you would. Yes. Yeah. So that's all. It's just an interesting thought experiment. All right. Uh, quickly, I will. I'm going to just. I'm going to tick the box. I'm going to take Rashad Penny. I think okay. that he's going to be a little bit more involved in the running game down the stretch than he has been. I don't know if we know anything about this Boston Scott personal situation that kept him out last week. I imagine he'll be back, but we don't know that for sure. I just think that you know. Again, I'm 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 going up against the fact that he has three carries over the first half of the season. I think he'll have more than that over the second half. That's all. And you are sticking to your penny stocks here. Yes, there you go. Uh, so w- let me tell you about game time. By Please the way, do here because the next time the Eagles are home is against the Buffalo Bills, who will have a new offensive coordinator. And if you're excited about that Eagles. Uh, offense or defense in that game and you want to see how the Eagles look coming off the Chiefs game and but you don't have tickets well where would you look you would look at the game time app buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have I'm not just reading an ad I used it on Sunday to go to the Sixers game got great seats at a great price uh, thanks to the Game Time app. Browse through the Game Time app and you can find flash deals and last minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. Images of seat views, which I used, I showed my son. Lowest price guarantees, event cancellation protection. I certainly hope you don't have to use that, but that protection is there. And job loss protection. I definitely hope you don't have to use that either. Uh, Get images of your seat view before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive and buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just two taps, and you're set. 
Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I love how much you love the two taps and you make sure to actually do the two taps. I appreciate anyone who advertises uh, on PHLY and I'm happy if 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 they want to illustrate the fact that it takes two top it, it takes two taps and I can drive the point home by tapping the table twice. Happy to do so. Yeah, it's a good. I if, think if you're if you're someone who wants to play like uh, PHOY Eagles podcast bingo, that's one to put on the board. Is is Zach going? And and what else? I don't you know. making fun of me would be one. Uh, you making fun of me? Um. <laughs> I don't know, us laughing, maybe. Okay. Maybe you talking about how much you like Josh Sweat. Me saying right a lot. I And actually, Nick Sirianni does this as well. Something I need to work on is I'll punctuate a sentence with right. Better than left. <laughs> uh, I suppose so. But I, I think maybe, maybe a few too many ums coming from my direction. You're an um guy. I'm an ug uh guy. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, just look. This is the bye week there for both go. of us. Good stuff. I I did self scouting too uh, during the bye. Um, although it's kind of like a New Year's resolution. Don't wait for January first. If you have something to fix, fix it right away. That's kind of how I look at it. Like there's, I listen to the show. If there's things I need to fix, I can do it right away. There you go. Mm-hmm. We don't have uh, Baldy yet, do we? Okay. So we're waiting on uh, Baldy. We'll we'll talk to him in a little bit. Let's keep going with the draft. Okay. Zach, uh, you're you're back on the board. Back on the board here, and uh, I will go with Cam Jurgens buying it. And that's because you're probably getting Cam Jurgens at a lower price now than uh, you would have earlier on. You know, he, Yeah, but not as low of a price as you would have gotten three weeks ago. Like That would yeah, have been the time to sure. buy. Now you've waited for him to finally yeah. be ready to come back. But maybe out of sight, out of mind, and all of a sudden Cam Jurgens gets back. And when this Eagles run game gets going, we're going to be saying – Cam Jurgens, man, this is the difference. They don't, you know, I mean, Sua Opeta wasn't cutting it. Uh, Tyler Steen, hot and cold. You get Cam Jurgens back in there, and it changes the running game. So I think we'll be discussing Cam Jurgens. Yeah, I don't know if it's that. It's going to be that simple. Um, and I know that the the splits of when Jurgens played versus when he didn't play are really stark. They were a much better running team with him and a much worse passing team with him and vice versa over the past four or five weeks. I don't know that it's that simple. I think that tells a little bit more of the story of like Jalen Hurts' season progression. What are you smiling at? I'm reading the comments. People have a lot of uh, things that would be on that bingo card. Okay. Yes. <laughs> trying well, to anything you want to share? You're trying to engage the audience, but all you're doing is smiling. Well, I don't you want to interrupt you. I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Here, do you want to read some of these? Uh, let's see. ZB saying I wasn't prepared for this. This wasn't on my show notes. That's a good one, okay. courtesy of Claire. Okay. Um, let's see. ZB not getting a ZB getting needlessly culture. defensive. ZB not getting a pop culture reference. I don't know that we need to be taking shots at Zach in the comments. Yeah, there's a lot of, me. <laughs> there's a lot of these me. What about Bo? Let's scroll down. Let's let's find some Bo ones. Bo being extremely handsome. Bo oh, being wow. very fashionable. Uh, Bo not being anything Bo like being Jay Leno at all. Bo being very fashionable. Yeah, that's what people are saying. That's... I don't think anyone said that. I mean, they see what you're wearing today. 
What's wrong with this? It's a nice sweater. It's not particularly fashionable. You're wearing a, a gray hoodie. Why is that more fashionable than a, a red sweater? What is unfashionable about this? Is GQ going to put that on their cover? I'm not trying out for GQ. <laughs> is GQ going to put you on their cover? I mean, if, if... Where does this bravado come from of your fashion? <laughs> it's one of the most bizarre things. You're like the most self-effacing guy, but all, you think that you are like... Gianni Versace or something like that. I don't. What is going on? <laughs> who's, who's Johnny Versace? <laughs> I'm familiar with Versace. I don't think it's Johnny Versace. I didn't say Johnny. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but uh, do we have Baldy here? I don't think so. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Honestly, I <sighs> I feel fairly confident in this that if you and I. And I, our listeners have confirmed us that... No, they haven't. Yes, they have. People Comments, if you go into our, our, our YouTube page, well. people say uh, that I am more fashionable than you are. I, I don't think this is like a yeah, wild Yeah, your burner thing. account. You think I have a burner account? Yes. Posting comments on YouTube. Yes. You think I'm... Honestly, I've, I've said this in the past. Okay, there was once someone doing a... A lot, of, lot of pop for the sweater on the chat. People loving this sweater that I'm wearing. Okay. Well, all of a sudden, you all of a sudden you don't think what the people say matters. <laughs> the hypothetical man said, "Great sweater. Where else did you see great sweater on here?" Se several people scroll up. Several people like the sweater. Several? Claire says it's a nice sweater. Okay. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Uh, a great sweater. <laughs> Jeez, unbelievable. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna sell Zach's fashion. Um, no, let's see. I certainly want to buy yours. <laughs> It's so weird, but it's like mean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know where you're coming from. <laughs> it's like you're saying like it's like an established fact, like you are taller than me. Like no, like, we, we we know that's that's not the case. Well, yeah, it's about yeah. as accurate. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I don't know that I want to go on the record on that one just yet. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think Olamide Zacchaeus is the guy who I kind of trust the most of those third options right now with Goddard out. What are you laughing at? Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm listening to you with that way. Bo is more stylish, but plaid ain't for him. Santiago says, so I'll stick, I'll try to stay away from the plaid from, from now on. Um, I, I like when, like when Alameda Zacchaeus gets thrown the ball, mm -hmm. I like what he does with it. I think, I think he is a little bit underutilized and uh, you look at, the target rates for guys who have run as many routes as he has. He is the least targeted player in the league who has run as many routes as he has. A lot of that has to do with the thing that you always say about we're going to funnel the targets yep. towards those top three guys. I think without Goddard, you got to find somebody. And like Zacchaeus is the one who's going to be on the field the most, even if you think that Julio Jones is going to be a part of the offense. I don't yet know what, what Quez Watkins is going to be like. He could be the guy to buy. But I just think that I think there's space for Olamide Zacchaeus to have a bit of a role in the offense. Yeah, no, I would lean more toward Julio Jones than Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, this is I think I disagree with that. I think okay. I lean more towards Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, I I think they're looking Zacchaeus is more of like a dirty work guy, and I think Julio Jones is more of a pass catching guy for them. Like we'll find out, I guess. I feel like Julio Jones is a little bit more dirty work. 
Okay. I mean, literally when Nick Sirianni did the role meetings before the season, I know Julio wasn't there. He told Alamadi Zacchaeus, your role is to, is to be the blocker. Your, your role is to do the dirty work. And Nick Sirianni even said when they signed Julio that they'll always have a role in their offense for someone like Alamadi Zacchaeus, who is, who's like, does the dirty work, who's, who's tough. Uh, and I, I think that's, that's kind of the way they view him more so. I think Julio. But the roles change and yes. Dallas Goddard is out. Sure. That's, sure. that's what I'm yeah. buying. Okay, go ahead. So I'm buying Julio Jones stock because okay. if you listen to this show, uh, Julio Jones does not get the reverence that someone of his uh, stature and resume deserves. I mean, Julio Jones, you're talking about one of the great players in NFL history. You're talking about someone who's going to have, uh, I mean, you and I might be in Canton covering his Hall of Fame induction for PHL. I'm not making the trip for that. You're not making the trip for that? No. Uh I mean, the guy who played like one busted season on for the Eagles at the back of end of his career that I'm going to travel for that. What if Julio Jones catches a big touchdown in the Super Bowl and it caps this great career that he's had and he goes to Canton and they say, you know what? This would be great podcast content. You and Zach go out to Canton, do a week of shows. A week of shows? <laughs> Julio Jones. A week of shows for Julio Jones, yes. who had like eight catches for the Eagles? Have you ever been to Canton? No. Okay. A week of shows on Julio Jones' Eagles career? One show per catch? Okay, well, there's a lot going there. There's a lot left to there's a lot left to happen here. I'm trying to Okay, speak. now watch this. His, his, now let's let's slow this down. Okay, okay, here's his right foot. All right, now let's let's move this forward. Okay, his left foot lands. All right, now this is right foot. Are you calling Julio Jones slow? No, I'm saying if we're going to do an hour, if we're going to do an hour episode on every catch of his Eagles career, we're going to have to really slow it down and take it step by step. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't have to be a week on Julio. Listen, that's what you're. That's what you're selling. I bet. I bet the advertisers are going to eat that up. (laughs) It's like Claret. Yeah, I mean, let's let's engage the Canton community. By the way, so. Engage the Canton community. <laughs> yeah, we can get some ads while we're out there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's our that's our rocket ship to the top <laughs> is engaging the Canton community. I I once stayed in Canton. I went to see LeBron James play in high school, and they stayed in Canton. Played against your brother. Played against my brother. Yeah. Let's talk about Foco because Foco is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season, overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. Foco has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. Foco always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. So real quick, I'll finish that LeBron story while we're... Yeah, sure. uh, So I was... uh, I was at that game. He was playing against, uh, I don't want to say he was playing against my brother. There were much better players on the team than How my brother. How dare you? But Which my, brother was it? Give him the Matt, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Matt. What was Matt's game like? What was Matt's game like? Yeah. Um, he was real good cheering from the sidelines. Uh, no, I mean, Matt. Oh, my I'm God. I got, I'm giving you a chance to <laughs> gas no, the guy up. No, no, no. Matt, uh, he's a good shooter. Okay. Uh, Dead eye? A really smart point guard. Knows where to go with the ball. Knows how you know, Yeah. Um, but scrappy defender. Shooter. And uh, honestly, we, I, I always wanted Matt on, on my team in, in two on two. Cause he had like the, uh, I mean, Nick Sirianni would love him. He had the competitive zeal. Was Matt um, the best shooter of the Berman brothers? Oh, I can't, 
rank them. That's that. that I mean, that, you literally nice. could rank them. That's that, um, not asking you to be like who's the nicest. It's who's the best shooter. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. You're you're gonna get me in trouble here, but I'll I'll probably go with Matt just because Matt was my teammate, and I gotta stick it. I I, okay. I gotta stick with my teammate, right? So, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with. Yeah, Matt, I'm not asking but, you who you love the most. I mean, yeah, but shooting's like a, a very. Um, it's like a right. Yeah, but you've watched enough of your brother's shooting to probably oh, have like their general so perc- of, shooting yeah. percentages over the years. He uh, must. So anyway, so so I was so fascinated to see LeBron James. Okay, and I I, I went out there uh, and I was taping the game. Okay, uh, on like a video recorder, like an old school video recorder, and you know where you have the the mini cassette in there, and I taped this whole game, and then. This was like in November, and then a few weeks later, my dad used that tape to tape my sister's ballet recital. <laughs> and I'm a very like even keel. Like I, I don't get, I don't get angry very often. I certainly not like I. Like growing up, I didn't get angry at my sure. parents, right? Unless somebody's like has questionable fashion sense. But oh, I'm not angry about that. I'm just <laughs> you seem angry. Just being uh, definitely not angry. Just being you objective. Seem angry. Um, but what I will say is that I was like, furious. Sure. Um, I mean, the homemade LeBron James video. Uh, that's that's pretty special. No, but there's still a little bit of there's a, still a little yeah. bit of it. You see his three pointer at the end of uh, the first half, which was like right in front of me. A turnaround three, he scored 38 that game. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on the record here. This is a this is a tough one because you can make a case for either side of Jalen Hurts, right? He's playing at a, an extremely high level, but he is not the same runner that he was. He's hampered mm-hmm. there. Uh, you know, he leads the league in completion percentage over expectation. That's the kind of thing that you would expect right. to to regress a little bit. Some of those things are like why he's good. It's because they're, they're he throws a lot of deep balls. It's because he had AJ Brown, who's winning these contested catch situations. I don't think that that's going to come down too much, but I think it comes down a little bit. On the other side, you expect that the turnovers are going to probably positively regress. It's not like he's playing like loosey-goosey football necessarily as a passer, at least, like Josh Allen is. I do worry about the fumbles. Like The fumbles is a thing that he is a little bit more in control of and, and is not doing a great job with, but I, I expect there to be a little bit fewer turnovers. The like This murderer's row that they've got coming up, you could make the case that that means that... You know, his play is going to drop a little bit. These are going to be tougher games. So, you know, he's he's lost two games in the regular season over the past two seasons. Chances are he's going to lose more than that in the second half of the season. But those defenses aren't awesome, right? I, I think if I have it broken down here, top 10 DVOA defenses, they've played three in the first half of the season. They're playing three in the second half of the season. Bottom 10 DVOA defenses, they've played three. They're going to play three. So it's about the same. I'm going to buy Jalen Hurts stock. Mm. Because I think that right now he's like uh, second in MVP voting. I think Jalen Hurts might win the MVP. I think if he stays healthy and the Eagles have the season that I sort of expect him to down the stretch, I think I think this could be the Jalen Hurts season. Well said. I don't think that's a bold take at all. I think actually that would be a good bet right now. Uh, now there are other yeah, odds-wise. It's not there that are other worthy bet. candidates, but. I'm expecting even more from Jalen Hurts. I love his receivers. Uh, I think that he's he has these like big platform games that he's going up you know, that um, that he's going into. 
the best game that he's played for the Eagles was the Super Bowl last year against Kansas City. Uh, biggest stage against Patrick Mahomes. I think that he's going to be healthier after the bye. Um, he'll, he'll run more. I don't think the passing declines. So I'm looking for a huge second half from Jalen Hurts, and I think that is a good bet to make. All right. Why don't we do uh, one more each? Okay. So I'm going to uh, – this, this might be sacrilegious, but listen to me. I'm going to sell Jason Kelsey stock here. Because mm. I don't think this Jason Kelsey stock can be any higher right now. It's impossible. I mean, Jason yeah. Kelsey, but every now, time. You're, you're now going to be celebrating when he gets injured. That's a little bit <laughs> no, no, untoward. No, no. no I, I think Jason would, would, would tell you too. Like, he's at a point in popularity that I don't think even he could have ever fathomed. Yes. Right? Uh, he spends his. Did you go back and, and rewatch or re listen to his appearance on the. Yeah, on, on that. Yeah. What'd I, you think? Uh, I, th- I thought he was entertaining. You, you wrote that good. story, obviously. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I, I actually. Like him in the pre and post game setting too. I think he's kind of. Um, I was disappointed there. that 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 his time in the booth was just like a long interview. Yeah, uh, which would have been would have been game. very frustrating if you were in an, an, uh, like a lowly fan yeah. of one of those teams. But yeah, like let him call the game. Yeah. Like I want to hear his analysis. I've seen him do it. He's yeah. good. He he can pick things up right away. Um, Kelsey, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean he's on a national TV game during the bye week. Um, his his brothers in South America. Uh, at a concert, um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, uh, they're the the Kelseys are you know every commercial is like a Kelsey commercial now. Uh, he's also been a darn good football player this year. He's he stayed healthy. He's been like a rock on that offensive line. Well, and let but, me just say, take some time out of your day, go watch the video that Fran Duffy put together. He watched every single snap of Jason Kelsey's career, and he tells like this this wonderful story mm-hmm. of what makes him so good, the arc of his career, uh, why he is a Hall of Fame player. Absolutely worth your time. Fantastic work from Fran. I'm glad you shouted that out. Uh, yeah, Fran's outstanding. So yeah, I mean, I in a uh, great fashion sense. <laughs> this is nothing, man. That's I, I apologize. This is really uh, Listen, you're speaking your truth. I mean, look, you look great. You're the man. only one who has that truth. But you look great, and then uh, I'm trying to describe what the getup is here. But it's nice jeans, a red sweater, and all birds. What is wrong with that? <laughs> you look like you're wearing platform shoes. Platform shoes. Platform <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I'm wearing. I'm saying I'm like a big Nike, heel on those. I'm bad wearing boys. Nike Air Maxes. Okay. Okay. And a gray hoodie. Why is that superior? Look, I think we've beaten this horse enough. Okay. I uh, just don't understand it. So Jason Kelsey is has has been awesome. I just don't think I don't know if that stock can get any higher. Like, and yeah. It, so I, I suppose in this buyer or sell structure, I would sell that one just because I, I think that's that stock's really high right now. You know what? I want to go back to the Mylotta one. I meant to, to say this before because you, you gave that list of, of edge rushers he's going up against. But I think like it's not like he's coming off of a place where he's viewed as a great left tackle right now. He's, he has struggled in pass protection. He's been awesome yeah. in run blocking. Yes. But you, know, you saw the sack last week against the Cowboys. I don't know that that necessarily means that it's like stock dropping to me on, on Mylotta because I think that's the level he's been playing at. Yeah, I'm actually I, just, I, I on my list. I would have had him a, a slight up because I, I feel like there's more for more to come from him. Okay, I, I just think he's he's going to have some tough competition here 
and that if uh, if he gives up a sack or two, it'll be in the microscope mm. in, in these big games. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Now this is uh this is a bit of a hedge on my Jalen Hurts stock up. I'm gonna go Marcus Mariota stock down as I close this out <laughs> because so because I think if Jalen Hurts has to miss any time, right now Marcus Mariota is sight unseen, out of sight, out of mind, and I think if he has to play, it's gonna be ugly. So that's my that's my final pick. Okay. You know, I hope we don't have to see him. I think. I, well, I mean, yeah. that, you're only going to see him if he gets injured. Or if, maybe if the Eagles have injured. have like a three touchdown lead late in the game. Well, yeah, sure. Trying to keep him fresh. You get to see Marcus Mariota out there and kind of placate what could have been in uh, 2015. Okay, so the the big guys who we didn't have a uh, a take on here. We didn't, you know, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell. I would have had Kenny Gainwell down. Um, what about you? These, the, you know, this is not on the record. I mean, he, this is just, he's this is, pretty low as it is, I, I think. So yeah. I would actually probably go slightly up. I'm surprised you didn't go Albert O up. No catches yeah. at all. All you need is, is one big play. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I, know we're, I know we have uh, diehards and sickos watching us. I'm, I'm trying to appeal to the masses here, right? I, I mean, I'm, I'm going with Devontae Smith. I'm going with DeAndre Swift. I'm going with Jason Kelsey. I'm going with Jordan Mylotta. I'm going with the names that you can – you Julio can plaster Jones. on, yeah, Julio Jones. The names you can plaster on YouTube get some of the like the the algorithms in our favor here. And wow, I'm trying to game the system. Yeah, I mean, there's more people going. And my brother was telling me Julio last Jones night about uh, like uh, restaurants being named near me now, like like Chinese near me. So like oh, if I you Google, that. if you Google yeah. like Chinese food near me, and there's a restaurant that says Chinese near me or sushi near me or ramen near me like that's just the place that comes up it's brilliant i wish i thought of that that is awesome i mean it's like it's like very like nakedly gaming the system like the the uh, bye week thing we talked about the other day like naming your intramural team bye week like yeah it's i i think that near me is cooler than that you think, think it's cooler yeah i shout out to your waymo brother. near me well you don't have to say waymo near me you just go in the waymo app put in your address and the waymo comes no driver. They have tinted windows. So you actually don't know that there's not a driver until you, but you see all the cameras and stuff. Yeah. So it's a very pleasant driving experience. For you, Emily thought she didn't ever wanted to get in one of those again. Well, that's because you have to overcome the mental hurdle involved. If you think about the amount, like read up on the amount of autonomous miles that are driven without an accident. And you think about how many humans get in accidents. Like this is just, just consider this for a moment. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this episode <laughs> of the PHLY Eagles podcast. Uh, I am on the side of humans. Just for the record, Zach is with the robots. Uh, I think I, I am think with that, efficiency. I think Chat ZBT won you over. Yeah, you're going to be going ahead and letting uh, AI write your articles from now on. Well, no, I. I mean, my writing's an art, right? My driving's utility. Is it? My writing's an art. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I will. Why is your writing any more important than someone who is like a, a cab driver? Why is why is your profession more important than theirs? Well, I'm not suggesting it's more important. Uh, different strokes for different folks, right? Like there's 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 ways. Like I, <laughs> I'm not saying it's more important. Um, 
there might be people who want to read something that's written by AI, just like there might be people who want to drive in an autonomous car. There might be people who want to read a, a beautifully crafted article, just like there might be people who want to have a driver. Well, yeah, but if they want that, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll pull up Greg Bishop. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, I'm, I'm not ripping on Greg Bishop. He's, he's uh, tied for number one. So he's awesome. Tied for number one. There you go. Yes. All right. Well, still, I think you've, you've made it clear that you're, you're anti-human. Not anti-human, but uh, we will do better on tomorrow's show. Okay. I promise we you. Will, uh, we will do our best, hoping to have our colleague Fletcher Cox yes. around tomorrow. So stay tuned for that episode. Back at 11 o'clock tomorrow, 11 o'clock on Thursday, 10 a.m. on Friday. Full week of shows as the Eagles prepare for a big game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess I didn't put together that I'm wearing like Chiefs colors. Maybe that's why you're taking your shots yeah, at that's me. That's more but... Niners colors than Chiefs colors. Well, I would never wear Niners colors. That's... That's Shanahan will be proud of you. He'd he'd get me injured. I'm wearing if I put this <laughs> color on. I mean, someone's going to be coming after me. I'm like, oh, let's let's make sure we give Christian McCaffrey 25 carries a game in week six. Really got the big picture in mind. What a dope! All right, uh, that'll do it for this episode for Julia and Baldy, who gave it a good effort, and Zach. We thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, we love you. <laughs> Silly like the mayor. 